0: Thank you for tuning into to Sogecast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show.
1: Raj Nayak's talk show, Fridays Live, features high-profile guests from various walks of life who engage in a free-flowing and inspiring chat with him
0: welcome to Friday's Live with me, Raj Naik. On this live chat, we bring to you people from different walks of life whose life's journey have been inspiring. My guest this evening is one such person. She is an actor, an entrepreneur, a mindful yogi, but most importantly, she is a beautiful soul. Please join me in welcoming my dear friend, Shilpa Shetty.
1: Yay, hello. <laughs> Raj, it's so wonderful. Wonderful to see you in this new avatar.
0: <laughs> this is my time pass, Shilpa, my time pass.
1: It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's doing you good.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And uh, so let's start from the beginning from your childhood. Where were you born? Where were you brought up?
1: Well, Wikipedia is wrong over there. Uh, they claim that I am uh, born and bred in Mangalore, which isn't the truth. I am a Mangalorean but I have been born and bred here in uh, Mumbai. Very much a Mumbaiite. Um, I, did, I I was born in Chambur, bred there. For so most of my life, I shifted to Juhu after my marriage. Before that, I was in Andheri. So, that is the Um uh, Yeah, I was a very ordinary lanky kid um, in my growing years. Very uh, mediocre but I excelled in sports. I was uh, a state level volleyball player and I think I tried to make up my um, my academics or rather the lack of academics. (laughs) My math is still terrible. (laughs) So, uh, I kind of made up... uh, um, with with you know games and um, being a sports personality in school. So, even when I, when I got into college, Raj you won't believe it, back in the day uh, you know kids would apply after their 10th standard to 3-4 colleges and then see where they would get entry but I was very clear that I wanted to get into one particular college for commerce. I decided I want to do commerce and um, I, I actually got in, in, um, in the sports quarter So, I remember that I got some 74% and uh, they stopped at some 85% and uh, the principal called me to his office and said that even if you had 55%, we would have still taken you because um, I was a volleyball player, I was a basketball player um, and I became the captain of my college team. So, uh, yeah that's my life's journey (laughs) in a nutshell.
0: You know, it's interesting. I was just thinking when you were talking, uh, you are my fourth guest from Chambur, Okay. Really? So, yeah, yeah, so Anil Kapoor, uh, Shankar Madhavan, Faye D'Souza, and you. And there's one commonality we have is I, when I moved to Bombay, I lived as a paying guest in Chamber. So, you know. Really?
1: Chambour, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was
0: just thinking. And
1: I can't hear you. I lost your voice.
0: Yeah, can you hear me now?
1: Oh, no, I can hear you. My God, is technology.
0: And I'm doing. I don't have a producer. I don't have any technicians. I'm managing the everything myself. So, so. Allah,
1: Allah. introduce introduces man to himself.
0: <laughs> that, that's true. So I, I said before this. I said that you are my second Mangalorean friend. And for all those people who are watching in Mangalore.
1: Both uh, uh, So we actually connected because of our uh, Mangalorean roots. Yes. And, uh, yeah, for you. all those who doesn't, uh, all those who don't know um, uh, Raj enough, uh, he speaks Tulu beautifully and quite fluently, yes. and that's how our connect happened uh, when we met each other years ago.
0: You know who? You know who was the first person who spoke to me, Tulu, from the industry? It was no, it was Aishwarya. I had gone to meet her, and uh, we finished the meeting, and she came to the lift to drop me, and the lift, she asked me, she said, "Where are you from?" I said, "Mangalorean," and she said, "Tuluar (laughs) Punda." Yeah,
1: that's that's the first thing we Mangaloreans do. And Punjabis don't get it. They're like, you know, why do you need to break forth in Tulu? Because I'm like, listen, Punjabis. There are so many Punjabis all over the place, and not that uh, when they meet, they don't speak in in Punjabi. They to just look for an occasion. But us, uh, for us buns, there are so few of us that when we when we spot one, we just kind of pounce <laughs> and we kind of brush up on our Tulu over there.
0: <laughs> yeah, and. Uh... So, tell me, has Raj learnt, Raj Anna learnt look?
1: He speaks it very well actually. I mean, for someone who doesn't, uh, if someone doesn't know that he's Punjabi, he can actually strike a full conversation uh, at a lunch table. So, he's learnt all the lines like uh, Bada apundu, uh, as in I'm hungry, uh, vana sabari yede uh, undu, all that, all the lunch conversation he has learnt. <laughs> Viraj actually loves Mangalorean food. So he's uh, ever ready to go to anyone's house who's Mangalorean who's invited at home for uh, invited home for dinner or lunch. And then he'll start talking in Tulu and they all get very impressed.
0: I can imagine. Uh, he's charming as well. So I can I can understand that he can just uh, make people eat out of his hands. Uh, so so let's go back uh, you said so, when you were young, what did you want to become? I mean, what was your? Did you always? Did you have this thing of being an actor? I mean,
1: no, not at all. Who knew? I told you, I was a very, um, um, <laughs> you know, I I joke with my mom because my mom told us a lot. She keep repeating this ugly duckling story with with me, especially. I was like, are you trying to tell me something? And I knew I wasn't very good looking because you know I used to be in the sun all day playing ball, and I was a very thin, lanky kid, like I said before. Um, I really wasn't a good looker in the conventional sense. Yes, I was tall, um, but I had a personality. I knew that, but I never thought in my wildest dreams that I could, you know, be an actor. I did have some some kida because. And I'm saying Kira because uh, Shamita and I, uh, I remember we our first introduction to movies happened uh, through Tezaab, uh, and I remember the song which was like a type song. One we, two three. Mom and Mom and Dad had got us this video cassette, and we played it so many times over and over again because back in the day we didn't have YouTube. You know, we only had access to video cassettes. And we both wanted to learn it, so we both kept rewinding and playing it, and rewinding and playing it over and over again so much that it stopped working one one fine day. But then Shamita and I both learned through that one video cassette, and we actually aced every move, and we knew the you know the song from beginning to end through that one video cassette. So that was my introduction to movies. I remember Dad taking me to watch uh, Ris and um, uh, Amit ji's movies. And I think my love for cinema began from there and um, I never thought that I could be an actor but I want, I love dancing and I remember once standing in front of the camera and doing an emotional scene from Chandani without, without dissidence so I don't know maybe there was something within me that, that, uh, uh, that made me feel like I wanted to go in this direction but I never thought that this could be my calling so I, I, re- I remember that I got introduced to this milieu through uh, a neighbour who, dis- who who actually spotted me at a function and said that you know you should do you should do some ramp uh, shows because you have the height. and uh, uh, I came from a middle class family and I didn't know how to go about it and we just flown in from America and he, he volunteered to do my photographs to a cost and um, I remember I was 16 and a half at the time. And uh, the the makeup artist and the hairdresser uh, distributed my photographs. So it, it worked so simply, you know, back in the day. And uh, I got calls, and I remember I'd uh, endorsed a couple of, uh, uh, and I didn't, I, I did some aerated drink back in the day. And uh, it was just pocket money. And then through that, someone uh, noticed me in the film industry and that's how my journey began so it was really destiny I guess I really I keep saying that because there's no way in hell I would have thought that I could make this into a career or you know oh uh, I'm going to be an actor one day my father used to be a pilot he used to do a lot of VIP flying and then. Um, Uh, I think a couple of years into the marriage with my mom, My mom said that this is going to be really dangerous and I am not happy with you flying so you need to think of another day job. So flying was an option. I remember I was taking a flight to Bangalore and me telling my dad you know I just love being up in the air. You think I can be a pilot? So, I did nurse that thought for some time. I think I must have been around uh, 11 or 12 back at that time. But uh, becoming an actor just happened by chance, and after my first movie, I'm just I'm just speaking. I don't even stop. Please, please.
0: Um, This is unlike any news channel. Nobody shuts you up here. You can go on (laughs) talking.
1: We don't want to go on those news channels. (laughs) No, but uh, so I think I realized that. Maybe I had the metal, or maybe I had some, some uh, uh, inkling uh, of maybe some uh, talent within me. When I got my first film, which got turned by the way, so look at my luck and my destiny. That uh, someone coaxed me into the industry, uh, and it was a film called "Gatare Mira Dil" uh, with Dilip Nayak, uh, and he was Yashji's uh, first assistant, uh, and he directed this film and then it got shelved and then Ratanji called me after seeing my uh, photograph in the screen papers and he offered me bazit. So, uh, where I was supposed to be introduced with someone else and then I got introduced with Shah Rukh, and the rest of really history and that film became a huge hit and then I went on to doing other movies and uh, honestly Raj, I think the first uh, 3 years of my career I didn't even know what I was doing because I was seventeen, and uh, I, 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 to be, to be honest, I just did it because it was great money for a seventeen-year-old, and I was doing it for the luck. I didn't speak Hindi at all because I'm, I am a South Indian. We don't really speak this language, and um, I would be scared to be in front of the camera. And I was like, oh my god today i have like five lines and you know back in the day unlike the cameras today the the camera used to make this whirring sound like Brrr. as soon as the director would say action this sound would start and i would be like oh my god <laughs> i'd just say my lines so if you see the first 3 years of of you know the films that i did i would just run through my dialogues i'd be like that that be oh okay <laughs> you know i'm done with my lines so there was no understanding of the character there was no understanding of what I was saying. I really started enjoying my work really much later in, in my life, you know, uh, maybe after 10 years of joining the industry.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting you spoke about those tapes, you know, just for your information, YouTube was not there that time.
1: Yeah, it wasn't.
0: And the yeah. tape I still remember because we used to, you know, take a pencil and rewind it and things like that. You remember that? I mean, fond memories, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I have, uh, so tell me about your parents. You told me your dad is a pilot. So, tell me a little bit about your parents.
1: Uh from a very conservative, uh, bunt society. Because my, I'm not saying family. Because both my my parents uh, were very forward thinking, uh, very unconventional. Uh, for the fact that um, my father was uh, educated abroad. I mean, he went to uh, I think. Uh, Nevada to do his aviation course. My mother was the first Bunt lady to actually start working back in the day. Uh, so nearly 45, 50 years ago, she start, she was working at Burma Shell, I mean, known as BPCL. And um, I know that Bunts weren't that open about things. And I was the first Bunt girl. I mean, Aishwarya joined the industry a little, I think, much after me. Um, but I think I was the first Bunt not think I know I was the first bunt actress and I remember when I went for a wedding there were all these whispers oh my god she's done this movie she's done this movie and she's the first girl who's you know joined the movie so it was a big step so I'm, I'm saying this that you know I'm saying this because I think I have to credit my parents for allowing me to chase my dream and for allowing me to do uh, as I as I wanted to, and uh, I don't think my father was really uh, happy about the fact that uh, I didn't want to study any anymore. But not that I was really great at uh, you know. Uh, in college, I had no idea why I was doing trigonometry and cosine and cosecant. I mean, where the hell am I going to use this in my life? You know. And uh, dad became a businessman. Uh, a little later. I mean, we were in a small-scale industry, industries, and we were making pilfer proof caps for medicine bottles. So, uh, my dad said, you know, if you want to sit on my chair, I remember him w- wanting to actually go and sit on his chair on the first day, and I must have been 14 when he took me to the factory, and he said, to to sit on my chair, you have to be, you have to be worthy of it. So I want you to have an education, which is why I decided to take up commerce. Not that I had any interest. So he made me sit at the knurling machine and you know put those bags in the <laughs> in those uh, <laughs> what do you call it the bottle caps. So till then it was automated. So we had to manually do. It. So I sat with this uh, with this cap on my head with all the girls and doing those uh, putting in the bags. So I still remember those things. So I was like, you're I'm getting this opportunity, uh, you know, to to become this actress. And after my first movie at 17 and a half, to get fame and to and for people to recognize you, it's a huge <laughs> thing. And um, after that, I was like, what the heck? Why do I need to study? And then I, I, I started shooting back to back. So you know, after Bazigar, I was doing Himmat with Sunny Deol. I was doing another film with Govinda. who was a huge star. ARG uh, and then I started getting films like film offers day in and day out and uh, back in the day most uh, producers would want to shoot outdoors so there goes my education so my father was very upset that uh, that was his only clause <laughs> that I should complete my education um, but I couldn't do it because it wasn't humanly possible to be working on four films and then you know getting back and uh, yeah. So I have literally only done up to my twelfth. Uh, I didn't even appear for my exams. So literally a college dropout, and uh, here I am sitting today, uh, and I'm doing very well. Touch wood.
0: <laughs> yeah, you done very well for yourself. I. But tell me, I mean, I was gonna ask you. I mean, obviously you answered the question of saying, uh, how did your parents react? You know, and uh, I can I can visualize when you say. Uh, Everybody in marriage functions and things like that talking about you know she's in the film industry In those days it wasn't uh, the it way it is Yeah. Yeah. It was a huge, huge step. So if yeah. you, if you hadn't become an actor, what did you want to do?
1: You know, unlike the kids today, who have so much clarity, my son who's eight, going in eighteen, uh, knows exactly what he wants to do. At least now, like he says, you know, Mama, I want to direct and I want to be an actor and you know he, he he's inclined towards this line but I really didn't know what I wanted to do like I said when I was 11 or 12 I remember telling my dad on a flight that maybe I want to be a pilot but I didn't know if I really wanted it badly you know so I didn't have any direction um, and I was actually just going with the flow I wasn't somebody who, who had thought that oh my god I am going to do this and you know today's kids are very focused they have a mind of their own. I think also they've broadened their horizons. There's so much out there uh, and honestly we were far more innocent and you would agree with me. Yeah, yeah. So at seventeen to actually get into the film industry, I thought maybe Chalo, while the going is good for as long as I can, I will continue with, you know, my work while work comes to me. And I think my backup plan was the fact that I was going to look after dad's business. That was my backup plan. <laughs> so, I I think I think I would have obviously because we we're just two girls, and uh, dad wanted us to look uh, take over the business. So that would have been the plan.
0: Yeah. So finally, when you decided, who was the person you went to and told that you're gonna you want to join the film industry? Your mom or your dad?
1: So my mom and I were at this uh, ad agency, and um, I had gone there for a screen test. They had called us and my mum would would come with me everywhere because I was this very timid girl, I was very scared unlike today's independent girls I always wanted my mother with me you know I didn't know, uh, I didn't know how to go about things and I think back in the day we were all very dependent on our parents so um, I went to this ad agency and I was sitting there waiting for my turn and Dilip Naik was sitting opposite me and he was going through this album uh, with all the model's photographs and I was sitting right opposite him and he must have chanced my photograph in it. and he looked at me and he said is this you? So I was there sitting without makeup and uh, he, he saw my photograph with makeup and I said yes and he said hi I'm Dilip Nayak and I still remember his first word to me he says Tumhari mein baut, uh, matlab khas baat hai and I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to say. And he said, "Would you like to do movies? Would you like to get into the movies?" So my mother was sitting next to me, and I looked at her, waiting for her to say something. And she said, "No, no, I don't think so. she's just very young, and we just want to do this interview." He was so persistent, and I said, "I don't think my dad's going to allow me." From the screen test, he he came with me home, and. Uh, it was so impromptu that he sat in front of my father and he convinced my father that I should be an actress. Can you believe it? So, my life just turned overnight and uh, I didn't even know what was happening and he told my, fa- he told my uh, father that you know she has the metal and I've seen it and I had no formal training in acting and uh, I had no clue what I was getting into. I just knew that um, uh, I was I was going to be cast opposite Ronith Roy and at that time Jaantere Naam was a very big hit uh, so you remember that, India hai, so I was quite excited to you know, be starring opposite Raunith <laughs> um, yeah so that was the story and my, my father just had one um, one uh, clause that he put down he said uh, if she's doing the movie she will have to finish uh, with her education and I said okay dad, I'll, I'll continue with my studies. So even after, while I was filming that film, I remember going to college, you know, and um, yeah, so that was the story.
0: So tell me about your sister, I mean, your, 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 how many siblings are you? Just two, right? I mean, from what I know. What I mean. yeah.
1: yeah,
0: so tell me about uh, Samitra, Samitra as well.
1: Shamita uh, is the more independent one. She's the bully. And and, uh, I think uh, Shamita and I we're really more friends you know. And Shamita was very very smart. So, she would always uh, uh, you know use me to get through to my parents. And uh, I remember I must have been in the industry and I, I must have been 21, 22. I still didn't have a credit card. If ever I needed to buy anything, I would just have to go and tell my mom and then she would give me the money you know and I remember once uh, she told me, she's like how can you be so dependent on mom and dad I mean, you need to have a credit card. I, I realized much later that she wanted a credit card. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she, <laughs> she used my shoulder and from my hand bullet uh but the attack yeah. So uh I remember then sitting with my with my parents and saying that you know it's a little inconvenient, Mama now I think I should have my own credit card. And the minute I got my credit card, the next day she was like, Okay, if Shilpa has a credit card, even I also should get one now. <laughs> so Shamita, Shamita was um uh, she's always been the more mature. She drives, she's very independent. I don't. I'm scared to even go into a pool you know so those are all my yeah so i don't do everything
0: so you have been her influence for her get getting into the film industry
1: i don't know i think um i think the fact that she was uh, doing her internship with uh manish manish malotra so she was uh, she was she she d- did her uh, uh what do you call it or her, her course her dress designing yeah. course her um, yeah fashion designing course from s and uh, Manish was a very dear friend of mine he's a very dear friend of mine so I remember her doing an internship and you know it's all that same click so um, Adi was casting for uh, Mahapate at the time and I think Manish suggested that he's see um, uh, Shamita and they did a screen test and they loved her so I guess eventually it all had to boil down to you know the same yeah. industry because Kameena is a very good actress she's a fantastic dancer and um, I think she got it. I know I don't think I know she got it on her own team. and she did very well
0: no no I'm sure she got it on her own steam and she is a good dancer because I've seen her on Jalak
1: yeah and,
0: and I've seen her on Katrun Kakiladi both
1: she should have won the show Raj now since you're not there anymore <laughs> No, but she's such a, more than just being a good dancer you know Raj, she's a very hard working girl. So, I just think that you know those ethics, um, um, that's that's the one common thing between her and me. I think our parents trained us in a way or rather I think we maybe saw them work so hard. Both my parents were working uh, when we were growing up. So, we saw them both work so hard. Uh, that we valued our work and we still continue to value it you know. So, even today, if I go on the steps, I'm 100% there. And um, I want to give my best. So, that credit must go to my parents. That they they trained us, they inculcated the right values, um, trained us with the right work ethics. So, we, are, we have lasted so long because of that.
0: Yeah, I'm I, I... And I can vouch for that because I know you pretty well. I mean, it's not easy to get this name, fame, adulation and then be grounded. And you know, all of you, I've met your mom, I've met each one of you. And you are a very, very rooted, grounded family, you know. I mean, that's what makes me very special. Yeah, I, I, you know, you mentioned uh, you used to watch, uh, you, you you watched the Tezab and then uh, Amikji's movies, Amikji's movies. So, what was it like when you got into the industry and then you actually now Anil is your friend, you know Amit Ji so well and it's like family. So, how was it like, how was it like, you know, uh, the change?
1: Uh, I am really not somebody who is star struck. Uh, I worked with most actors in the film industry, uh, all the top stars but with Amit Ji, I don't know what it is. I'm still awestruck so when I did Lal Basha with him, I don't know how I'd say those lines because he'd come in front of me and the minute start sound action would begin, I'd forget all my lines. <laughs> so I'd be like oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Um, and I did a whole world tour with Amit Ji and he's just such a charismatic personality. I mean you you know it, you've been to me too. The kind of aura he has, it's just uh, you have to experience it to uh, be able to explain it. But uh, Amiji is—I mean, while all that, while I say all that, he's still—that you know—he's humility personified, and uh, there's so much to learn from him. So I'm like, like I said, it's surreal to just know him, to be able to share screen space with him, and on my birthday, every uh, morning on the 8th of June without uh, without fail Amichi sent me a message wishing me. I don't know whether he has it on like you know auto send every, every birthday or I don't know how he does it but there's always a personal message that comes to me and I kind of wait for that I feel like my year will go well you know something will go wrong if he doesn't message me. <laughs> so he's, he's something else um, yeah, so he's the only personality that I'm still in awe of. Otherwise, I mean, I've had I've had the opportunity and the uh, I don't know. I think uh, the luck to meet the likes of all my favorite actors, uh, work with them, even the likes of Jackie Chan, you know. And uh, I've never been awestruck with anyone other than him.
0: No, I can understand. I mean, In fact, uh, I had gone to, I was supposed to invite Amit for one of our functions and uh, I spoke to Wing Commander at that time and uh, he asked me to come to the KBC set, you know, so I was there at the KBC set uh, outside his vanity van and I, then I went in and I met him and uh, I told him, you know, and so he told me something very interesting. He said, Raj, uh, I'm doing two shifts, almost two shifts. I'm here from morning here till evening and I feel very tired. So, if you can tell me the exact time when you want me to come, um, uh, Rosie, I think, will coordinate with you and I'll come for that time, you know. And that's something I've always found about him. He makes a commitment, he keeps it. Oh, my but God, yeah. And, and for, for him to do a whole day shoot and then come and attend our function, I mean, I think... Uh, That speaks volumes of his uh, relationships and his commitment,
1: you know. Totally, totally. And he respects people's time, you know. And I have a lot of respect for people who respect other people's time. So, he, you know, it's been such a learning curve to just work with stalwarts like him. Um, You just get, you get to, you know, I was like this sponge around him. So, I wanted to just absorb everything (laughs) that I saw, the way he conducts himself. Uh, he really is an institution. So, I am very blessed to have uh, to have the good fortune to know him so closely.
0: So, so what would you say is your, uh, it's a tricky question. Who is your most, not Amitji, who is your most famous, favorite actor in <gasps> <Colombia? laughs>
1: Actor? Oh, God.
0: Everybody is an actor. I mean, today you don't say actress and actor, right? You say actor.
1: I mean, uh, when you're talking about... Uh, Acting, acting. It would be Chichi Govinda. There is no actor that was as wholesome and complete. I mean, he is one actor who could make me like I could be give my. It would be my OTS, my back shot and he's giving a shot, and he he could make me cry in an emotional scene, and sometimes he's made me cry in a shot and made me laugh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the very few people who are blessed with that kind of prowess and uh, no one dances like the way he does no one feels uh, the music like the way he does the way he moves so he is again someone I learned a lot from Uh, so he'll always be up there you know I did like six movies with him all of them one bigger flop than the other but (laughs) that was like my training ground I felt when people compliment so, me on my expressions, uh, I think a lot of that uh, a lot of that credit must go to Even Chichi. Yeah.
0: So he is your hero number one.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally.
0: Which is the movie that you like best which you acted, like? which is your best movie according to you?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think I have given my best to uh to each one that you know I did. Uh, some I didn't know how to approach back in the day like I said I have no formal training. I learnt on the job. I think the films I really enjoyed or rather I, I kind of uh, got a grasp of the craft uh, much later so I enjoyed working with Inder Kumar on a film called rishte where I had a dialect you know I had this Marathi accent uh, and I played a fisherwoman and I even got nominated uh, uh, for the best supporting uh, actor. That was one of one of my most difficult uh, characters that I played. So, for a South Indian to actually speak with a dialect of, hey, you know, that kind of thing was very hard for me. But I really enjoyed playing that part. Uh, apart from that, I really enjoyed uh, doing Fir Milengi. Really was a turning point uh, in my career in terms of uh, the way people viewed me. Um, and definitely, my, my, my milestone um, in my career was uh, Dharkan. So, Dharkan again was a film that a lot of you know the masses appreciated. So, yeah.
0: So, let's switch gears a bit. So, tell me, how did television happen to you?
1: Gosh, television. Um, happened years ago. The funny thing is that uh, my first foray into television was Jalak Diklaja and uh, at that time it was with another TV channel and uh, I think it was Endemol correct me if I am wrong uh, BBC,
0: BBC, BBC
1: BBC yeah so BBC the, the guys came here and I remember all of us going to Farah's house and there was Sanjay Leela, Bansali, Farah and me that judged the show and it just happened i mean you know i didn't think about it so much uh, i think back in the day kbc was going on and um uh, amiji was the only star to have actually ventured out on television so i did it i did it uh, at that time without thinking so much and that show worked and then after that i did so many other uh, shows But I think uh, what worked for me in a biggish sort of way is um, uh, the international show Big Brother so I went and I did that see at that time there was a you know I felt like I was going through a lull in my career. I had two films on hand Apne and Metro, Life in a Metro and um, there wasn't anything great happening in my life and it was a three week show and I was a pro and they wanted an Indian celebrity uh, because I think uh, Channel 4 knew that Asians are going to get hooked on and uh UK has a huge diaspora so they wanted me to obviously cater to that so I went and I thought I'll get eliminated in the first week and first week happened, second week happened and the third week happened and I emerged as a winner and after that there was no looking back so I did a lot of TV after coming back to India because I realise that you know it's uh, less uh, time consuming, pays really well and um, I think it's very gratifying for an artist because see when you're in the industry, I think you've already done so much work that you want to do something that uh, uh, gives you an instant payback without any onus lying on your shoulder and that's how TV happened in my life and actually uh, funny enough when I came back to India, it was uh, with Colors that I did my first uh, big outing which was launching of Big Boss in India. Yeah. Yeah. True. And I think that time you were the head.
0: No, I was not there. You were
1: not there. You came in much later. Yes,
0: not much later, just a year later, yeah. Yeah. Because that was, uh-
1: yeah. So okay. I, I, and everything that I dabbled with on TV, uh, instinctively, I just always went with my instinct. They all did very well. So, um, that should. So I have this touchwood. So I have this reputation of being lucky on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well,
0: for those of you who don't know, Big Brother is the international version of Big Boss, you know. Uh, and uh, I think uh, Shilpa Shetty. Did Big Brother even Big Boss came before Big Boss came to India? So, okay, quickly switching gears again. Uh, tell me about being a mindful yogi. How did that happen?
1: Ah, uh, um. Well, I've always uh, practiced yoga uh, for the longest time. I think now it's my 17th year, and. Um, every year there's a new or every day it's a new beginning a new learning and uh, I just realized I think the first 10 years I just did it because I I had certain uh, issues I had uh, a you know a, a nagging neck pain and uh, my physiotherapist had told me you know you should start yoga and that's how my my entire introduction to yoga happened. And um, when I was in the Big Brother house in the UK, while you don't have access to a gym, that's the only thing uh, that I found solace in and my, I, that's the only way I could disconnect with whatever was going on in the house. And people saw that. So, when I came out of the Big Brother house, I a lot of people asked me to you know, do Stuff. there are a lot of opening uh, you know op- opportunities and avenues that open up for you when when you become a celebrity abroad so I decided to shoot my own uh, uh, you know yoga uh, DVD and I spent a lot of money on it <laughs> because I felt that you know it, it this is my one opportunity to showcase what belongs to India and show it to the world. So, around uh, 12 years ago, I think I was the first uh, celebrity to come out with her own uh, yoga DVD and uh, I just got the rights back now after 12 years and it did exceptionally well and then from there on, um, I became synonymous with uh, with yoga and you know, wellness and yes um uh, It was never really contrived to, to really be honest but today I just feel that um, I am a celebrity or maybe I have this opportunity to play a catalyst and make use of that name in you know in kind of uh, directing people in the you know uh, in the right way uh, in their journey of attaining good health and you know Wellness. So I just wanna leverage my name over there, and I'm very consciously trying to make that effort to um, tell people that you know if people appreciate the way I look, the way I uh, maintain myself, it really comes from yoga, and it's not rocket science. So if, and, and it's never too late, you know. There's people, are like, you know, people who say that oh, it's you know. Um, it's old hat now and I'm like you know it's too late in the day now for me to kind of start from scratch I'm like no it's never too late so I started doing advanced yoga literally 4 years ago 4 years ago if someone told me that I could do a headstand I'd laugh at them you know I'm a very proud 45 year old and um, I started doing advanced yoga when I was 43 I really I regret just one thing that why didn't I start earlier so to all those people if, if I'm able to connect via this interview, I want them to know that it's never too late and uh, yoga has uh, so many benefits uh, it's, the, it's the single most uh, holistic way to to repair yourself on the exterior and the interior And I just feel that in this time and age, you know Raj, people are suffering so much with so many mental health issues. Um, And I don't blame people for having issues because these are very daunting times. So, more than advanced yoga and and forget asanas also if you don't have the, you know, the intimation towards that. Pranayam, I feel must be introduced in every school and um, it must be introduced to this generation Uh pranayamas uh, really have a reversing effect in the way you think your age or uh, the way you breathe uh, and and has an overall positive effect on everything you do so it changes your perspective so i just feel that uh, yoga I don't promote it uh, just for the heck of it. I I promote it because it's a science. I really have seen the difference it's made to my life to my thinking uh, to the balance Um, and I think balance is really key. Uh, How to balance your professional life with your uh, personal life is key and that can only happen if you are balanced. Um, So, yoga has been able to bring that balance in my life and yeah, so I, I, can't, I can't stop myself from promoting it at every given
0: opportunity. No, no I, I, I can relate to it. I mean, I keep asking myself why I didn't, you know, when I was young, why I didn't take up yoga and uh, probably Sagari feels the same. And if I had known the benefits probably earlier, maybe my kids. But they studied in school a bit and uh, they practiced as well. So uh, coming back, uh, so tell me you, in spite of all that, I've seen you, you eat well. <laughs> And you yeah. enjoy your desserts <laughs> and you show off your dessert every weekend. So tell me how do you how, how do you manage to stay so fit?
1: Um <laughs> uh, they say no, such a yogi bota isak. <laughs> so <laughs> So I, I digest everything because I I work out, I um, I enjoy my workout. I don't regret. I eat with gratitude. I uh, I don't do any guilt eating. I feel this generation and a lot of people eat with a lot of guilt. And that's why then you know they are not able to digest their food and uh, I feel more, uh, I don't know what the use of that is. So, for all those people who are watching us, I want them to know and even Raj you, you just said that you know I wish I would have taken it up earlier. It's never too late and uh, so if you want to eat well you have to understand that you have to live you know you don't live to eat you eat to live so that's been my concept in life I eat like like a queen in the mornings my, break, my lunch is actually my heaviest meal and my I, I eat like a popper in the night so that's a very clear pattern that I have maintained and I've been a consistent and constant 60-61 kgs for the last
0: 30 years. Yeah, and and uh, amazing. and I must say, amazing. Every time I look at you, I get inspired. Except that I don't have the same motivation that you have to do yoga every day. And what's the mantra? Give me some tips. And how do I motivate myself to do it? I do it for two days, then I get out. And again I, I do is, it. You know, what the
1: thing do? is, um, there has to be an inflection point that happens. See, I can tell you, or uh, whatever i want to say whatever i feel whatever i have experienced but till that calling doesn't happen for you uh, you know from within until you do not realize that this is something that you need uh you are not going to turn to it and make it a discipline so yoga for me is a discipline it's 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 like saying that i have to breathe you know you have to breathe can you can you make a choice over there no <laughs> so uh, the funny thing is, I think that inflection point happened uh, three years ago and uh, in a biggish sort of way. And now, during the lockdown, you know, I've had so much time. They say, you know, that time can either be a blessing or a curse. It really depends on how you make use of it. So, in this time, uh, Raj and I both have made a lot of changes in our lives. We both turned vegetarian. He he has gone the whole hog and turned vegan. I have been vegan um, for a very long time as in I have cut out lactose from my life for some time but I I have it I mean you know if I need to have a yakult I'll have a yakult I will uh, have a rasgulla Um, so I'm not a I'm not rigid about lactose but he has completely eliminated it but the other big change that we made was uh, maintaining a discipline you know otherwise here there's no work um, and I have a new baby at home so you can go kind of haywire but now Raj has started waking up at like Brahma Brahmamurth which is like 4.45 in the morning and I started waking up at 5.30 in the morning we make sure that we take out that one hour for ourselves in the morning and you know we do breathing and we do pranayama, yoga so that has become a discipline in our life and uh, I'm really I am so thankful to, to the Lord to actually give us the opportunity to, um, to bring that discipline in our life in this time and there are a lot of people that complain and say oh my God when is this going to get over with I'm like oh my God thank God for this time because you know I had a new baby and I don't think I could, have, I could have wanted it any other way so I feel so blessed that God gave us this time and there was so much that we brought in terms of changes in our life um, that has been really positive for the long run.
0: So, tell us about your new baby. How is she?
1: Oh my God, she just, gosh, she's turned 8 months and it's surreal. I still can't believe it. You know when people ask me, how are your children? I'm like, oh, children? I just have one child. <laughs> so, I am still not so kid. So, we've been trying for the longest time but when she happened, look at the time that she chose to come into our life. She has just decided to keep her mother like, glued to her, and I've been at home. I did my first outdoor after like seven and a half months, my first work that I decided to step out. And I was so anxious, just waiting to get back. And uh, I've never been more thrilled than uh, when I got my report that said COVID uh, 19 negative. <laughs> That was the first thing I did. So I mean, if you're getting out of the house, if you're working, guys, please do regular checks. And uh, I think it's very important.
0: So what have we named her?
1: We've called her Samisha. Come again? Samisha. Samisha. Same- yeah. So
0: so how has Vian uh, taken to her?
1: So when I have an eight-month daughter and an eight-year-old son. So the difference. <laughs> the, the gap is a lot but uh, he's, he's been the apple of our eye and the centre of attention for the last 8 years so he suddenly feels like oh okay so this attention is getting divided uh, but he's a smart child and these are very unprecedented times so, and you know in a time where he would have ideally you know actually been at school and I could have you know paid a lot of attention to my child uh, my newborn, yeah, he's getting to see that I'm literally in the room, uh, either feeding her, burping her, changing her poo nappies. Even though I have help, I want to do everything myself. Uh, bathing her, massaging her. So he's like, you know, Mama, you're spending like 80% of the time with her and only 20% of the time with me. So he's like perpetually complaining. But I know that you know, Vian is such a pure, lovely soul that sometimes when I'm putting him to bed. He's like, "Mama, I know I keep complaining a lot, but I know that he needs you." So uh, I'm sure he's feeling a little jealous, but it's—I think it's all part and parcel of the journey.
0: And and uh, he's—he's a—I see him. He's, hes hes he seems to be another fitness enthusiast, and he oh does all the mathematics and everything.
1: Yeah, he's—he's uh, he's majorly in the gymnastics right now. I mean, because of these times, he's not been able to practice with a trainer, but. Um, He is very inspired by Tiger and um, Tiger has kind of inspired this whole generation I think and everyone wants to uh, somersault and walk into the room rather than walk into a room So, (laughs) I'm like whatever rocks his boat you know uh, I really believe that children should be encouraged to do things that they want to do rather than making them do stuff that you want them to do so, I want to encourage my both my children to do stuff that they want to learn or you know, want to do and I will encourage them as much as I can as a parent.
0: That's great. I mean, I think that's what every parent should do. So, yes. I'm gonna finally ask you, how did your uh, marriage with Raj Kundra happen?
1: Well, it's, it's a very long story, but uh, yeah, I. I really believe that it was destined to be and like most great things that have happened in my life uh, this this one thing that happened uh, makes me believe that God really loves me because Raj truly touchwood is my soulmate and uh, I don't think I could imagine life without him so he happened in a way that uh, I met him through a common friend and uh, then the rest is history. He fell in love with me. He chased me and chased me and chased me. tell me a different story but this is the real story <laughs> uh, and yeah, we got married two years later and yeah.
0: Raj is a true. very romantic guy so I am very keen to know how he proposed to you.
1: It was like a fairy tale. So I remember uh, we went out on our first date and I told him I said you know let's just be friends because I knew where this was going Uh, our first date so I said you know even before he said I love you to me even before he he showed uh, you know the the love you signs I knew that he was crazy about me because I could see it in his eyes I told him I said I don't think this is going to work because you live in in the UK and I am not going to make the shift on our first date Raj and I remember that was the end of the date and he was like my god can't a man just woo a woman so I was like no I am just telling you because you are a nice guy and I was dying at that point to get married okay and Raj seemed like a very very nice guy
0: all Rajas are nice guys just for you
1: yeah 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 (laughs) so um and the next day, I remember him him calling me and he was like, you know, I bought a house in Mumbai. It's opposite this place and would you like to come and see it? So Raj, so funny, he invited me to see this house. He said, I bought the seventh floor. So when I went to the building, only the first slab was put. The seventh floor would to take one year. <laughs> see that, invested. The building is going to come up in one year and I have invested in the seventh floor. So that was his first house. So that just made me feel like, this man really really loved me and he wanted to see me happy because I told him that you know I didn't want to shift to a place and be unhappy there because if I was unhappy, I would make him unhappy and that made no sense. So, Raj, I I give him complete credit. It must have been very hard but he made the shift for me and um, whatever be the ups and downs, he is you know Today's ground and he's been my Rock of Gibraltar and then we got married and uh, yeah, we've been here ever since.
0: That's such an amazing story and you're such a lovely family. I've had the privilege of meeting your mom, the whole family and uh, great Shilpa, thank you so much. It was wonderful speaking to you like most of my guests I can continue speaking but then... I, know. Is- I
1: just feel like we're on a Zoom call and we can just keep talking.
0: Yeah, we yeah. can. <laughs> And we will do this again sometime. You know, we'll do season yeah. two
1: kind of a thing. I just want people to know that um, you know there are some people that you meet in your life and your journey. Um, and I'm really of the belief, uh, you know, of the belief that you don't meet people accidentally, and every person that comes into your life has some unfinished business with you. So with you, I just feel like there is some past life connection, Raj, and you're such a good soul yourself. You and sagri both. You brought up your children so beautifully and uh, I wish you all the very best. And I love you from the bottom of my heart because you are such a special soul.
0: Thank you, Shilpa. Thank you so much. And I love you. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this Soochcast. What is your Sooch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own Soochcast at SochCast Apni Soch Dunia
1: Ko